Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 151 of Game Time Dude. with Manny. Oh, no. Oh, it is. It, 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 the, it's 152 because you have it. It is, one, it is 152. Uh, that is correct. We just never updated the Google Docs. Secret time. It's 152, and as always, I'm here with Matt. Yeah, and, uh he lets us know when we're not on the right episode, and that's excellent. <laughs> well, this week. I No promises this for week. the future. <laughs> that's true. You can't give uh, me that kind of responsibility, Manny. No, I know. That's fine. Um, so more than normal, I know a lot of the times this year we've said there's no news. Mm-hmm. This week, <laughs> truly, there was really nothing. So I saw Shang-Chi yesterday. Oh, really? I liked it. It was pretty good. Uh, I, you know... I, where would you put it in the realm of Marvel movies? Like, um, I would need more time to think about that. Uh, apparently, my brother saw Black Widow, and he said that this movie was like a masterpiece in comparison. So he really thought it was very average. The Black Widow film. So. Well, I mean, even just like a very average Marvel movie is still better than a lot of movies, I find. But. Um, but no, Shang-Chi, I think is really cool. Like mm-hmm. it, I like hand to hand combat and I, the martial arts and choreography is very good in this. Yeah. I didn't mean like, give me a ranking. I was just kind of wondering if you were thinking like, this is definitely like a, a very good movie, a great movie. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, it's just one of those things where like, I don't put it on my personal same level as black Panther because none of the Marvel movies can stand alone anymore because they will never not talk about the Thanos snap. Sure. And also, it has a really weird tie-in to Iron Man three, oh, that that I liked a lot. But like, obviously, you don't understand any context from that. Like, if you have not seen previous movies or whatever, Which, and then why are you watching this movie if you haven't seen any Marvel movies up until? Uh, I mean, because you could. I, you could. I, I mean, it's just about a fucking Chinese fantasy realm. Like, sure. uh, yeah. It, it technically has nothing to do with it until very specific parts or until they're like, you guys remember when Thanos snapped and took away half the population? And it was like, is it like, are they, is every movie obligated to talk about this now? Like what the fuck? I feel like it would be a big thing to talk about if it happened in real life though. It would, but like you wouldn't just like bring it up casually at a dinner conversation to remind everyone. I don't know. Like I could see that coming up a lot. We wouldn't just be out at dinner with our friends and be like, I guess I should get a better job because you never know when I could get snapped out of exit. Like, no, <laughs> I, it just I, I, I don't happen. know. I no. feel like that could happen. No. I, yes, no. I could see myself at, like a tongue in cheek saying that. I guess it's, not I like guess a genuinely like, serious like, but like a tongue in cheek. I got to go do something because i might get snapped tomorrow you know yeah i don't know but that that part i was just like okay well this will be in every marvel thing for the rest of all time uh and like i did spider-man the last spider-man movie i got it because it was like they were coming back to school it Mm -hmm. was like whoa there's twice as many kids at school this year Well, well, that one also like that was right after the snap. Yeah, that was right after. But this is far enough away and like separated enough that they're just like living in San Francisco. Sure. Like, I, I don't know. It was it was very it's whatever. I thought it was good, though. I liked it. And it's just like a kung fu and fantasy movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, it does very much feel like they fucked up Iron Fist so bad that they had to choose the other mystical asian property that they had 
because like Iron Fist is all about like communing with the dragon and using chi and he comes from the mystical city of Kunlun. This is Shang-Chi and he is all about Kung Fu and he has the rings instead of using his chi and they're all about dragons and they come from the mystical city Tao Lo, I believe it's called. And it's just like, man, what the fuck? This, not to say anything bad about uh, Shang-Chi, but like it could have been Iron Fist and like I will forever be salty about that, that they fucked up that show so bad that they will never be able to use that as a property again. Um, yeah, I mean, like they did Daredevil well, they did Daredevil well, and they did Jessica Jones well, and I think Luke Cage was fine, but like it was just like board meetings, the television show for the it was so fucking boring that first season. And I am even an apologist for that show. I try to defend it sometimes because I was like, it's not as bad as people said it was, but it's still not good. Right. And I didn't even watch season two, which is apparently way better. But mm. yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's all like uh, Chinese based stuff. So. Right. Um, but no, I, I liked it. And I. I think that I will like a lot of the characters on this next wave because it's like Shang-Chi is all hand-to-hand combat and he's got a sick rings and then like Blade will be there, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty psyched about where it's going. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know that I'm going to be as into it as I was before because they keep trying to say like they're not building up to another end game level type movie ever. Yeah, which I understand why. Uh, I I do understand why, and especially because, like, soon they will not be able to sustain the amount of actors they have. Like, fucking the cast of The Eternals is buck-ass wild. And that comes out in November. Like, there's no way they're going to be able to have, like, Angelina Jolie and the 18 stars they have in that film return for, like... (laughs) a bunch of other movies all at the same time it's just like impossible i don't know if anyone can do it i feel like disney can i guess but i mean like if fox couldn't even do it for fucking arrested development like i I don't know man uh yeah i guess it just seems like one of those things where it's like at a certain point they will have every famous actor in their film (laughs) and that's that's weird sure and, and and like before I like I guess the guy who played Shang-Chi is like not like a super well-known actor so they have some lesser known people but like Mahershala Ali is playing Blade and he does a lot of stuff still right. like he was he was Cottonmouth and um Luke Cage like he, he does a bunch of stuff and like Tom Holland was not really that popular until he became Spider-Man at least like that catapulted his career I think I, that's always kind of weird because, like, I never know how big they are in, like, the the UK. Yeah, that that is true as well. Because, like, they have their own, like, the BBC. And, mm-hmm. and I, I... But, I mean, like, Benedict Cumberbatch was huge, you know, before. He, yes, he, he definitely... So, yeah, I don't know. But I, I am curious to see where they go from here. Like, the Eternals movie seems wild in a way that I can't wait to see what that's like in November. Because it's just, like... It is so different from the other things they were doing in Marvel movies that it it's weird. Well, these last two movies just seem so different from what they normally do. So, yeah, I mean, Shang-Chi just does 
like the closest is maybe Doctor Strange with the, some of that stuff, but like even then, like I don't know if that's even. Yeah, no, like it's definitely gets way more into the like f- mystical side of Marvel that like a lot of those other movies, right. the early ones, did not touch on at all. Which I understand, like they needed to build up to this. Oh yes, and that's why, like, I people like around me that are just like enjoy Marvel movies on the periphery are like, yeah, I think I'm done now. And I, mm. after watching Chang Shang Chi, I'm just like, yeah, I think you're done now. Mm. <laughs> like when a man is talking to a dragon in this film, you're going to be like, what the fuck am I watching? And mm. I'm going to be like, yo, this is so tight. Right. And they're going to be like, I don't know. But yeah, I, it's just so strange because it's like, yeah, the Eternals are weird. And like, they are like supernatural God beings Shang-Chi has magical fucking rings that let him live forever. And I assume the next Doctor Strange movie with the whole multiverse thing is just going to get like buck ass wild in a way that no one is ready for. (laughs) So like Spider-Man is doing some of the stuff with that too. It just seems like they are, they're getting closer and closer to having them actually be like comic books. And I, that's, I love that. But I think like the regular fans will be like, I don't know. Yeah, and then to to also expect people to watch all those TV shows in between and shit. Mm-hmm. Like even I'm not doing that, right. and I I like Marvel. So yeah, I feel like the average person they'll probably see the Spider Man movie, mm-hmm. and I could see like the Guardians. Yes, because like that has gotten like very very popular now, like mainstream in a way that it very much was not like no, uh, what five years ago or whatever. So yeah. Uh, I I could see those two, but like Immortals, no, I don't think uh, that'll or, or Eternals, sorry. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I don't expect this one to do particularly well either. Shang Chi, I think it's already doing ridiculously well. Oh, is it? Well, that's exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's like reviewed really well too. So, <laughs> but I just I think that people want to go back to the movies to see like big movies mm-hmm. i don't know that they're ever going to reach the numbers they were before especially for the next couple of years but i think black widow did way worse because it was also on disney plus day one whereas yes. shang chi was not which, so it was the it was the only way you could see it which i mean that one also didn't review well yes that is true i and i think everyone... the other I, spoilers I think her being dead as well made people go like, what is the point of this movie? Well, yes. And then after she sued them and they caught all ties with Scarlett Johansson forever, mm-hmm. she extra is dead. Yes. They will not even be able to comic book her back to life, you know? So I don't know. I, so yeah, I mean, I like Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. I think it was a cool movie. I like, I'm not like ecstatic about it. Like it was a, it was a good movie. Like I enjoyed, I enjoyed my time with it. I don't know that I'm going to like watch it 400 times now or anything, but like it was, it was good. I liked it. I'll have to look at, look and see if there's any, uh, like maybe this weekend I got nothing going on. So yeah. Cause like my brother has been going to movies like by himself a lot (laughs) recently. And so he just came down one day. He's like, you want to see Shang-Chi? I was like, okay. Yeah. So I, I assume I'll see Eternals and, um, uh, Spider-Man as well, but I don't know. The only other movie I want to see is The Matrix, and I can't even watch the fucking trailer for it. So we'll, you know, it's fine. I don't pay attention to movies very well. like I don't really know what's coming out movies wise. So. I only know about The Matrix. It's coming out in December, and I want to see it because it's going to be a. It's probably going to be terrible. I know a Fast and Furious is coming out at some point. So. That's true, and that's exciting. <laughs> 
so I guess we can get into the not news. Um, um, yeah, video games. Yeah, this happened earlier today. Uh, Nintendo continues their weird leak streak from recently. Uh, Is this Nintendo just... or the studio that it's getting leaked from? This was Nintendo. Oh. Uh, it was like on their website. They put oh, it up. Uh, good, good. So it was Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl, uh, the box art Nintendo put up on their website, and it was not silhouetted out of all the characters like the previous releases of it were. And so uh, Aang and Korra, the main characters of their two Avatar series, respectively, and mm-hmm. Ren and Stimpy were on the cover as well. So that confirms those characters uh and like, I, th- I feel like that kind of sucks for the studio because like the way they're rolling out information is like getting people excited about it. Right. Like they just uh, the other day put out like the most descriptive graphic I've ever seen of SpongeBob's moveset and like how to do the moves. And like you can pick out like references from episodes in each of his things. And they just they did one of those for Patrick today as well. And like they they're putting out the trailers like a smash trailer for like they did for April and uh cat dog to like show like get people excited or whatever you know what gets me excited about that it for that studio at least it doesn't feel like it's just like a shameless cash grab and it seems it doesn't it it seems like they're putting a lot of heart and soul and really like putting a lot of thought into each character yeah for sure and like you just look at spongebob's moves and like spongebob fans are like oh this is from this episode at this point and i'm just like man that's (laughs) how the fuck you picking that out uh and i i do think that like if they had released like a trailer for ang and cora like the internet would have exploded like mm. immediately because people love avatar the last airbender yes. me included so not, like, not the movie not the not the film no that was a god that's bad i actually talked about that a lot recently the movie's fucking terrible but uh yeah the series are good i i have never personally watched cora i should sometime um but the original excellent Isn't and then Ren and, yeah ang is the original the okay. main character the little bald kid i know what he looks like he's got the yeah. arrow on his head i just never yep. seen the show um and then Ren and Stimpy makes sense because they had Powdered Toast Man. I still will forever yell until my boy Arnold is in this. Doesn't doesn't matter who's in it. Why is it Helga and not Arnold? Uh, but maybe I'll get my wish. Although I think now with these four, all of the other characters are on the cover, so Arnold may not make the cut. That's but hot. if it if it sells well enough, maybe they'll add DLC. You know what I'm saying? Well, he'd got to be like, you know, first set of DLC, right? He best be. My boy, football head. I want that. And then, yeah, like, Maine? have you thought about this at all? I have not, but someone called that SpongeBob would be a Shoto. He totally is. <laughs> he has like a Hadoken equivalent where he like throws bubbles and then he has like a tattoo and an uppercut. Oh, awesome. I think that because it's fucking <laughs> tight. Yeah. So I really like that. Uh-huh. Also, this is random. One of Patrick's moves is he farts out a laser. Mm. And I was like, wow, this game, something else. I, I don't know, though. I Maybe probably Anger Cora, though, in real or one of the ninja, the two Ninja Turtles, probably uh, Leonardo or Raphael. Uh, I don't know. It's Leonardo and Donatello. Sorry. Okay. You don't really watch SpongeBob, do you? I've watched a lot of SpongeBob. Is there an episode where Patrick sh- fires a laser? That I did. That I don't know. Okay. Like I'm not, I'm not the fan who's going to like pick out random shit like that, but almost certainly. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, I used I, to watch SpongeBob and it was great, but yes, I mean, Sandy is also in the game. So, mm. Uh, but mm-hmm. they've only shown the moves, like the full moveset image things for SpongeBob and Patrick so far. So, 
Uh, yeah, so that's cool. And I think the release date leaked as well. I uh, I didn't look at that. I think that was a separate leak where it was like a rumor, but then Nintendo's web, <laughs> web leak corroborated that, I guess. So mm. sometime within the next two months, I think it uh, releases and the PC version that was rumored before leaked as well. So there will be a PC version as well. Uh, and then this one is probably the only real news for people who are normal. Uh, PlayStation announced a direct for uh, September 9th at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Do you know what this uh, means, Manny? Did, I mean, it's 40 minutes, mm-hmm. so a lot of things. Sunset Overdrive. <laughs> okay, now I would like to say that, but I do believe that now they will show some more gameplay of Horizon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do I think that they. Do you I think, think they, they do? I think they do. Because they had that whole like Horizon I had guess its own direct. That is true. I at the very least, I think they actually reveal God of War here. Sure, that I could see. Um, Maybe like a teaser for the next Spider-Man. Possibly, but I think God of War is definitely in some form going to be there. And you know, people are believing in Final Fantasy 16. I do not. I do mm. not. I do not think so. But 40 minutes is a long time. So yes. like, I don't I don't know what they're going to do with that amount of time, because in my opinion, they do not have 40 minutes worth of material unless they're just like, you guys want to see Horizon again? <laughs> OK, and then they show another Deathloop trailer or 12. I don't know. Mm, prediction here. Okay, Sunset Overdrive two. Let's no, no, I don't it. think it'll. Oh, be, yeah. <laughs> I think it'll either be like the first one, but like with all the DLC and everything. Okay, yeah. yeah. Or it'll be a Resistance trilogy pack. Oh, that's weird. But, oh, there was also there was a rumor because I know like, there was a rumor like months ago about Re- Resistance. Uh, I was gonna say maybe this is where they finally say that Uncharted is coming to PC because that's been a rumor for like months and months now. They could, but is that an announcement you make at your Sony event? I know that seems uh, a weird question to ask, but like this is selling to people who have Sony like products, not the PC market. I guess, but I mean, I I don't know. Like I but I just like you I, I don't know. yeah, like I just legitimately don't know what they announce at this thing because like. Mm-hmm. Horizon has a release date. They already announced the 35 versions that right. you can buy of it. Like, do you show that again? Because like you said, they had their direct where they showed right. that stuff. God of War is probably too far away to show like a real lot of God of War. Unless it's not, which I would assume it's still pretty I, far off. They have never showed anything. I could see them showing something here. But like, I would expect like a three minute trailer. It's a fucking 40 minute presentation. You know what I mean? Like, what do you do? And I think I do think we'll see like some type of teaser about the next Spider-Man. Okay. Because like, that's what they did with God of War. It was just like, basically, we got like a a title and we didn't even really get the title. Yeah. And it's just like, I maybe they finally have more footage of Tokyo Ghostwire because that's Mm. another uh Bethesda acquisition game that they uh I don't think we get anything from Sucker Punch. No. And I I I'm dead ass serious. They best not show Deathloop again. I'm canceling my pre-order. <laughs> uh maybe we finally get that uh uh the multiplayer to The Last of Us Part Two. Oh yeah, I I keep forgetting about that. Uh maybe Kenna doesn't have an official release date, does it? Yes, it does. Just just oh, okay. It's I just like, thought it was like this fall. I know it got delayed by a month or whatever, but I thought it was just like a, No, I thought that was like 
I thought it was soon. just like a. I thought it was like a generic. I think it comes out at the end of this month. I, I thought, thought like the seventeenth or something like that. Kenna Bridge. Of yeah, Spirit. maybe it is that. Which I mean, like I think we could see. Yeah, it was originally supposed to be August twenty fourth. That obviously did not. That happen. obviously did not happen. Um, let me go to the PlayStation website. Uh, the twenty first. So I was close with the seventeenth. Okay, and like that's another weird one where like they just showed that at a. Was an it? indie event okay uh, a couple days ago and they showed it like at a bunch of stuff over e3 so like i i mean sony is publishing that game i believe so like i don't uh no. maybe maybe they do show that again i don't think they are publishing it i think it's just oh, an exclusive okay. just a hot a hot exclusive all right it's just pc and playstation i believe so. yeah that is definitely true um so i yeah, maybe they show more of that I, I don't know but like 40 minutes seems so long to me for a sony thing because normally they're like we've got 15 minutes and mm-hmm. we are showing one thing so like for 40 minutes like, i don't fucking know and like sifu is not being published by sony i think but it is being like pushed by them like kenna is right but that also just had a brand new trailer they showed that in the last playstation that like i i don't know yeah i have no idea i'm 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 curious i'm excited to see like that whenever things announce time limits beforehand i'm always so curious like i know how to set my expectations but this one i legitimately don't like i just don't know what they have you know what i mean well they have Uh, to announce something for the next three months Oh, for sure. And something uh, has to be coming out in the next three months. The only other thing I can think of that is seems insane to announce it a thing like this, but the the new PS5 firmware has been in beta for a couple months and it adds a lot of stuff. Maybe they finally are like, it's out now. Like, I, I don't know. Many, I got it. They're going <laughs> to well, announce the shortage is over and everyone can just <laughs> buy a PS5 now. The PS5's out now. They yeah, ended yeah. the global chip crisis. It's yeah. here. It, it's been in beta the the, the console's been in beta the last you know like they did there already is a revision that people right. are getting weirdly upset about for no reason because there's no proof that anything is whatever we, we're not even gonna get I, into it there's always little tiny revisions because they figure out ways they can make it cheaper i know spoilers man. But they made it so that it has less cooling in it, and the reason is because the first time it is too it has too much cooling in it, no. and they realized they could save the money. I know it's a plot twist. <laughs> it's just fine. Like, what do you fucking think they didn't test it? Jesus, Christ. I don't know, dude. No one wants to have another Xbox 360 situation with the red ring. No one wants that. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna at least test it to make sure it doesn't fucking do that. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about. <laughs> Remember at this when the, the the Series X first launched and people were blowing their uh, their vape <laughs> into the into the Series X and the Xbox had to say uh, don't do that. Yes, because people were like, oh, it's caught on fire. Yes, <laughs> but then yes, uh-huh. the, the company was like, hey, please don't do that. That's not good. I yes, it is not good. Do you think something happened to their their systems? God, I hope so. Yeah, that's what I hope so too. Yeah, because they deserve um, that. To continue the Sony train, mm-hmm. I have been joking about the number of versions of Horizon that you can buy. Nine is the real number, and that's too many. And I don't even know that I can think of them all off the cuff. So this game, people are blowing up about a little bit because Sony announced that there is no PS4 to PS5 upgrade path. Uh, and people are being a little, a little weird about it, I think. Well, I mean, it- like... In theory, you should be able to buy a game for $60 and then just be able to, like, another $10, $20 get the upgraded version. You would think that. 
but that's not what they have said here. Sure. I personally think there is enough of a backlash from people that they're just going to be like, oh, just kidding. $10 upgrade or a free upgrade. I did see an article. I didn't click on it that the headline said Sony lied over a year ago. They said that there it would. So Yes, I did see this as well. But let me see if I can think of all of these. There okay. is the PS4 physical which would be $60 PS five physical, which would be $70. There is the PS four digital deluxe edition, the PS five digital deluxe edition. Some other edition that I can't think of that I don't even know comes with the game. And then the regala edition, which is another one. And then there, I don't see, I can only get to six and that already feels like too many, but well, do they one, split up the digital versions of the PS4 and PS5? See, that's what I don't even remember. At least one of them does not come with the game though. And <laughs> there is one of them comes with like three outfits for Aloy and like a statue of a mammoth. But then the more expensive edition comes with a different mammoth statue. So if you want both, you got to get two different versions. And it's just one of those things where it's like, what are what are we do? What are we doing? Why do you need four different collector's editions of this game that are actually contain different contents? Like, mm -hmm. to me, that is what's weird. Like, you're going to have a PS4 version, a PS5 version and a deluxe edition of both. Sure. I don't understand. Instead of doing it this way. Just be like, hey, we made these figurines. You can just buy them on our you store. You can just buy the fucking figurine. I know. Because like then and then you can just such like I, I I don't I don't know. Like I don't understand this whole like collect. But I, I'm not the the market for the, the collector's edition. Either, but so. but also like when I have to like look at a fucking chart mm -hmm. to see what version <laughs> of the game I should buy or like which is none. Which exactly? Well, for me, yes. But like when I when you have to look at a chart mm -hmm. to know what you are getting with your version of the game, someone has fucked up somewhere. <laughs> like in my opinion, how the how do you fucking market that? Like that? What is a marketing firm supposed to fucking do with that? It's like, here's our nine products. Which one is best for you? Like I don't know, man. It's buck wild. There's a Kotaku article that lists all of them, but. That that's not what's important. I, the main the main part of this was just that like I I do find it weird that there is no PS4 to PS5 upgrade pass. Yes. And like if you use the PS4 version on the PS5, it's just a backwards compatible version. Like to me, that just seems so strange. Well, I think one of them is a PS4, PS5. I don't know version. Oh my god, that would be hilarious if you have to buy a specific edition for that to be the case. I That's don't know. So I, I'll have to like I haven't looked into it because I have like you know I have five months to do some research. So. You do. You have five months to research, which it may take you that long to find your ideal version. But I like the games. I feel like got sort of away from this. Mm -hmm. Like there was a period like a few years ago where it would games were rife with this shit. And it was just I, eventually publishers realized like, oh, this is not a good idea. Like, right. it's just this is stupid because why do we have four different versions and you can only get like this skin with this version? Because people would rather just pay us the fucking money for the skin mm -hmm. or whatever. And I assume that will happen here, too, which then mm -hmm. adds more weird 
bullshit to it, but they never put that stuff out before the game comes out. So that you have tried, they want you to buy the collection, whatever. It's just weird. Horizon comes out in February. So you can buy a version of it. Everybody. Mm -hmm. I promise a PS4 (laughs) or PS5, uh, your pick your favorite. And if you want a statue of a mammoth, make sure you pick the right one. You got to get the correct mammoth. Uh, Nukia suggested I buy both versions so that I can have a mammoth and you can have a mammoth. Ooh. And then just give you both copies of the game. <laughs> and then I don't have to buy it. Exactly. I know you would like that. That would you would make out in that uh, that one. <laughs> I, I win. As soon as you that article what? came out, he texted me and was like, Which version of Horizon are you buying? And I was like, Man, fuck you. You know, you know neither one of us is buying this game. You could buy both those versions and keep both of the statues, and I'll just. That's take you. okay. You get two, that, two minutes in a PS5 version, and then I'll have both. <laughs> exactly. You can upgrade whenever you want. <laughs> And then, so my my main thing is like, what if they do the thing that a lot of these PS4 to PS5 transfers have been doing, where the save doesn't carry over? Oh, definitely. Oh god, that would make this feel even more criminal. Uh, Which, yeah, that's whatever. It, it's fine. The game's gonna come out. It looks like it's gonna be good for people who are excited for it. It's mm-hmm. gonna be a fun, big open world game. There's more of a focus on melee combat, from what I have seen uh in that there is some <laughs> i mean there was in the original but i was not not effective uh okay so that's all i have about sony stuff uh this next one came out today as well and i found this to be very interesting so you know how a couple weeks ago we talked about how the star of judgment uh they will not his uh talent agency will not let them release the game on pc they're being weird about it mm. uh so they may have solved this issue because people were trying to say like, Oh, they might cancel the series or whatever. Today they announced a DLC pack that takes place after the game where you play as his assistant. What if they just are doing this so that they can make his assistant Kaido just the new main character. They can just be like, well, fuck you then. We don't need you. We can keep making judgment with this big dumb animal, man, as a detective. That, That would be more like Kiryu. He was very, he is so much more like Kiryu and I, I would be fine with that. I think uh-huh. at this point, because Ichiban is not like Kiryu as much. Right. He's very, he's very different. So, you know what? I would take that. But outside of that, I think I'm going to buy all these DLC packs because there are like, there are like three of them. Uh, one of them is the story DLC where you play as a couple cases as his assistant, I guess. And that is going to be released at an unknown date. All of these are unknown dates, but uh, one of them is, adds more girlfriends for you to date uh so it adds a bunch of quests apparently you get a detective dog to help you and you get skins for that i'm i'm not going to remember which ones are in which one of them gives you a hoverboard because i guess you unlock a skateboard but this is just like a fucking fast hoverboard and uh it is really good for skate competitions which let me know there are skate competitions in this product uh Apparently, there will be an additional scenario where you join or coach the high school dance squad. And uh, there has a rhythm game, so it's got more stuff in there. Uh, one of the packs will add four more Sega Master System games to the game. Uh, apparently, there's like a BattleBots-esque thing where you build robots, and one of them adds more of that. 
Uh, uh, that was in one of them, wasn't that, it? Would, that, I think so. Um, and there is drone racing was in the first one. That it continues to be in this. You can get a special drone as well. Battlebots, uh, sounds, it, that sounds very familiar. It I, does. But it just, I don't know, like the packs are interesting. But the, the one that really stuck out to me was that there will be additional story content um, with a different main character. Uh, which means that maybe they can just like step away from this guy and his talent agency if they have to, if they want to continue the franchise and they are like stopping them from selling it on PC because it will sell a lot of copies on PC as well. So like Yakuza has proved that that like, that's the part that's baffling to me is like Yakuza is also selling really well on PC right now that the whole franchise is out on PC. So it's like, you would think that the talent agency would like look at sales data <laughs> for other things on steam or like not even necessarily japanese sales data like look at other countries like the u.s and europe like what if they're only just looking at japanese that would be hilarious i mean that would be so fucked up because it it just seems like they are doing a disservice to their client at that Mm -hmm. point like if he's making residuals off of sales like what are you doing like you don't want there to be more i I don't know yeah but someone's gonna make a mod i know where it's a woman in, or like, they're going to make mods where he's doing drugs mm-hmm. and that'll be a bad look. You know, I don't fucking know. It just, it, it's so weird, but I, I think that's interesting. The DLC packs look like they add fun stuff separately, like just weird <clears throat> bonuses. If you want some of the unlocks to be better, or like different skins of slightly more bonus side content and stuff for mini games. I don't know. I, that's interesting. Cause they have not done that before. Really? Like they never like add that kind of content. Mm-hmm to yakuza games so that's cool if they're gonna do that um and then the final one i had here was for months and months and months there have been rumors that the nintendo switch online is going to add many things super nintendo game boy color game boy advance uh because they found those emulators on the switch in the modding community uh many people have been saying game boy and game boy color games will be coming very soon uh Eurogamer corroborated that as well and basically said like yes this is 100% happening very soon uh I think that's interesting but my thing is I bet it will not have Pokemon and that is like the main one that people would want I think yeah because the poke the Pokemon company would be like no we can sell them that yeah, we can we can sell like for because they did on the the they did, yeah they did on the 3s like they're not wrong so right. that's what's upsetting. Um, but like, I don't know, like Link's Awakening, uh, they could put the original for people to dick around with. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, the, game, there's those like those other Zelda games, like or the mid 2000s that I think like, yes. Capcom was involved. The in. Capcom yeah. made those two games. They're so excellent. Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons. That's mm-hmm. what I truly want, because I only have Oracle of Ages, Oracle mm-hmm. of Seasons. It's a completely different game in like a different world but you could connect the two after you beat them both to like do extra challenges like i would love to do that because like i have the guidebook for those games still Mm -hmm. and i just like something about having a strategy guide in front of you while you're like oh this will help me find this heart piece or whatever would bring back nostalgia in a way that i have not felt in a very long (laughs) time and i i have always wanted to like go back and play oracle of seasons but i just like I'm not going to go buy a Game Boy Color game now and be like, ah, yes, let me sit down and play this Game Boy Color game. But if it was on the Switch, I would dick around with it at least. Um, And those games are very good. Uh, I would personally like for them to be like a package thing together in a similar way that Link's Awakening was redone. But 
who knows if that will ever happen. So if they just well, give I mean, me the both, original, that's fine. Both in theory could happen. They could. Yeah. I, I just, I'm saying and if, if that's like, I I'm trying to think in my brain of like, what are game boy and game boy color games? It would make sense. And it would be like, it would be those, right. It would be links awakening. Well, no it, specifically like, there's a lot of Capcom games on the NES and SNES collection as well. There are. So I so think, like, I think that so that one does seem like it is possible. Um, I would expect a lot of just like first party Nintendo. So like probably. Yeah. Like, and like, like that's like what Mario I was just. Land. Yeah. Mario Land 1, Mario Land 2 are excellent games. Wario Land 1 and Wario Land 2 are fucking fantastic. I played Wario Land 2 like a hundred times as a kid. I fucking still love that game. Uh. And like after that, I just like can't think of original Game Boy and Game Boy Color games. Like there's the Metal Gear Solid Game Boy Color game that no one has played. Uh, that is okay. Um, I mean, like there's what like there Donkey are Kong D- Junior. D- D- yeah, the, they have Donkey Kong 1994, which is just like a weird mm-hmm. sort of strange port of Donkey Kong Country that mm-hmm. is actually pretty fun. Um, so, but they would but do at stuff that like point, that. Like, just play Donkey Kong Country because that's on the. the but screen. it is, a, but it is a different game. Overall, it is, sure, I guess. And it's just, I, I feel like because of the way Game Boys are, Game Boys color palette and stuff, like I don't know that many people are going to be going to these for more than just to like look for a minute and like dick around. But I legitimately think Super Mario Land One, Two, and Wario Land One and Two like hold up pretty well. Mm-hmm. More of Mario Land One, not so much. I guess Mario Land Two is like just a bizarre fucking game and Wario land one and two are very different than a lot of other stuff. Cause they don't really make Wario games like that anymore. So they only made those. And then three and four were for uh game boy advance. So hmm. yeah, I like, I can think of a lot of like Har- harvest moon one and two on the game boy were interesting, but it's just, there's not that many first party games I can think of. I guess they would have to do Tetris. And I, I have no idea. I mean, like Tetris, I mean, then that could, that would just, I assume a lot of people would just be happy to have a, like just a standard Tetris on, yeah on their switch. Mm-hmm. Cause there's that Tetris 99, but that's different. And what it will end up being is basically those first party Nintendo games. I listed minus Pokemon and like mm-hmm. a bunch of third party bullshit that absolutely sucks ass. Sure. Like the Looney Tunes game boy color game I have. It's not good. And well that that's, that's licensed so well i know but there are so many sure. unlicensed games like that is just like you're a generic ninja man and it's like oh this is rough and sucks ass mm-hmm. and like i bet that square would not put a lot of their stuff on there like square hasn't i know like dragon quest monsters one and two are really good the final fantasy which are technically romancing saga ports for the game boy are very good like that stuff would be cool, but again, Square knows they can sell that shit to you in the same way that Pokemon Company knows they could sell that shit to you. Like, they're never going to put gold and silver on that thing. And if they do, that's like a miracle, I think. So. Oh, Resident Evil Ga- Gaiden. They could that, do that. That was on Game Boy Color. Because I, I literally just Googled it was. Uh, Capcom Boy Game Boy Color games. So. Yeah. Because, like, I, I, there is Capcom where, like, it does seem like Capcom is one of the bigger third party that is willing to put their stuff on there. Yeah. And I mean, like I'm like big Game Boy Color games, like the original Shantae is a mm-hmm. Game Boy Color game. They are selling that, though, right yeah. now in packs and stuff. So maybe WayForward would not want that. But I mean, like that is a good Game Boy Color game. There are a lot of good games for that. Those systems that are just like weird ones that most people would have never played. So, you know, 
it it would be interesting i'm i'm curious if this when this does come to fruition like what games will they choose because it's just one of those things where it's like what does a modern day person what games would they even remotely give a shit about and the answer is pokemon and that's probably it so i don't know pokemon probably like aged some of the best but that's just because they haven't changed much exactly Exactly. (laughs) so i mean like they're just a little slower to move yeah but other than that there's not a huge difference like that's that's why it's weird to me is because like i think that game boy advance games held up a lot better Mm -hmm. and like there is a much much wider variety of things you could pick especially in terms of first party nintendo games that were very good uh and that that seems like it would be more logical to me. But if they're like, oh, this is a value add for the people who just can't get enough of the original Game Boy's pea soup screen color. Mm-hmm. This is for them. I, I, I don't know. So we'll see. Uh, hopefully that comes out sometime soon and I can just be like, wow, I'm playing Warrior Land, but on my Switch. What? I could play it on my GameCube right now. I could play it on an emulator that I have it. I could fucking play the real thing. I have so many ways I could play it, but what if I could play it on my Switch and Which pay Nintendo again to do and it? And an emulator. It is also an emulator. Yeah. <laughs> so what I should probably just play it on my GameCube. It's the true answer. Mm-hmm. But but it's easier to switch. switch it's it e- and it's right there. Right. If I push the power button, it turns on my TV and switches to the switch. Mm-hmm. The GameCube, I have to turn on the TV, find the cartridge. And find the little adapter that you have to stick onto the GameCube. No, but yeah, that's always on it. Oh, that's always on it. it screws okay. into the bottom. Uh, I get uh, the CDs over here, but I know where it is. Mm-hmm. You got to put the CD in. Uh, yeah, so that's it for the news. I know we talked about uh, there was not much, but I can talk forever is the is the moral the well and we we did a lot of speculation with like what is sony gonna announce and then what is yeah the, the, and the, i still have been thinking about this whole time like i just like, that is gonna be like the most surprising thing of all time to me like they're gonna show something to be like oh my god i didn't even think of that like it's just gonna be or it's just gonna be like hey I, you, if, if, overdrive, if that starts playing i will lose my shit <laughs> but it, it very it could also easily be like we got 35 minutes of horizon forbidden west <laughs> And I would laugh at that as well, but that would be a Nintendo thing. To that do. would be a Nintendo thing to do, <laughs> yes. Um, uh, but I guess we can uh, head into uh, the games we've been playing, mm-hmm. uh, which I'll start because okay. uh, I didn't have a lot of time to play games this week, so I played Saints Row for quite a bit. Uh, I've one hundred percented the world, and I just oh. have I just have the final mission to to play and i will be done with saints row cool uh so yeah i i enjoyed it enough it was fun to just kind of dick around and it i've put like 20 hours into it and i've done everything in the open world so it's not like some overwhelming no yeah i know it was like a relatively smaller (laughs) open world and kind of shorter for an open world game so and i i appreciate that kind of stuff sometimes so Mm -hmm. uh i i'll probably finish that up tonight and i did uh play a little psychonauts too okay i've played about two hours i'm to the lady octopus boss battle oh yes lady Um, octopus hell yeah i am enjoying myself with that game oh i like it a lot it's got as i so i mean if i will transfer into me i i 100 percented that boy i collected every collectible i got the platinum trophy 
I fucking love that game in a way that I did not think was possible. And I like I'm glad I think it's great that you think it has a lot of charm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's cool. And I think that people who had never played the first one could give the second one a shot and would probably really like it. But as an added bonus, like as someone who played that first one, and I talked to my friend Scott about this because he also loves the first one somehow they made it feel like no time had passed. Like you mm. just like they transition so well into each other that it's fucking wild. And I, I like they the amount of care that they put into this game seems criminal, like just references to things that happen in the first game, the way characters tie together between the two. The uh, My thing is, when a world is interesting to me, I can get sucked into it forever. And Tim Schafer, like the reason I like Grim Fandango and the reason I like Psychonauts so much is because like he is fully formed these worlds in his brain. Like I I feel like a lot of games you'd ask them a question of like, Oh, what do you think like this person likes to do in their free time? And they'd be like, Oh, I don't know. I don't think about that. Tim Mm -hmm. Schafer would be able to like write you like a fucking dissertation on like, what agent Forsyth does in her off time. You know what I mean? And like, to me, I love that shit. And like, what's cool about Psychonauts is like, you don't have to interact with that stuff. if You don't want to, you know what I mean? Like you don't have to go around and talk to everybody. You don't have to like look in every nook and cranny and there's not really a reason to, um, like a lot of, a lot of modern games. I feel like if you do hundred percent them, they don't really have like good completion rewards. Or, or right. like rewards. This game does have like two. Basically, if you 100% all the powers, you just have unlimited psychic energy. So there's like no cooldowns or whatever. Oh, nice. But I mean, at that point, like you've already done what's everything. So it's what's the point? But you're just dicking around. You can do gotcha. whatever you want. And there is another one that I won't spoil for people because it's more like a cosmetic thing. But okay. that one's just mechanical. And it's just like, instead of the max level being 100, it's 102 for some reason. <laughs> so you get to level 102 and then you can buy the final thing after you've collected everything and it's like oh yeah just like unlimited whatever just like mm-hmm. go fucking buck wild and i i think that's fun um psychonauts 2 also has a bunch of like good accessibility mode things where like you can turn it down to easy if you're having trouble with the combat and i having finished it i do still think the combat is the weakest part probably uh mainly it's, it's not that it's bad it's just that it's like not deep really mm. so it's just not you're not doing a lot and like, you know, it seems like it's, it's not long enough for the, the depth to be an issue. Maybe like, no, no, it's not. And like, I I don't even, the first one didn't have that either. I just think that like they added the like badges and stuff. The first one did not have that. And so like, you can augment the powers, but there's never really like a reason to or anything, which is fine. I mean, I'm never going to complain about like more customizable options for how you want to play. If you like certain powers better than other ones, you know? Although I didn't end up buying any of those till the end. So my only power up was that I made my levitation ball blue. And I was like, I feel like I'm losing some potential here. <laughs> uh, I eventually did get the ones that like give you more money and stuff, mm-hmm. but I never had ones that like edited the combat. Uh, but no, I do really like it. And I, I just, I don't want to spoil some of the later psychic worlds for people, but boy, some of them are, they're so colorful and they get so wild Jack Black is in this game as Ooh. he is in most double fine games now. And I think his part is just fantastic. <laughs> I love his whole thing. I love the character he plays. I was a big fan and just like the whole thing. Like I smiled and it ended and I was like, you know what? 
I am satisfied with this. Mm -hmm. If you never made another one, even if they hadn't made this one, I would have still been satisfied. But this one still left me in a way where I was like, you know what? Good for them. You know, like they Mm -hmm. they didn't like set up for a sequel, really. But they didn't like take away that possibility. Um, Does it does it feel like the first one had great ideas, but it wasn't all the way there? Does this feel one hundred percent what like their vision like completed type of thing? Yes, and like I also this game does feel like a completion of the first game. Like it feels like it was always the full vision of the story for this to happen. Like Mm. it doesn't feel like some afterthought. Like in, in the first game, Raz goes to summer camp because someone comes to his circus, like this mysterious stranger and hands him a flyer for whispering rock summer camp. You find out who that was in this game. Mm. And it like, just works it's not like it doesn't feel retconned like it doesn't feel weird you're just like oh my god that actually makes sense i like that a lot and the the characters return and they all the same voice actors like it's it's wild how much it just flows right into the next one and like i didn't even play the rhombus of ruin game but i i hear it's pretty fun and it's only a couple hours long but i don't have a playstation vr to try it out uh but I think they also do a really good job of onboarding someone new. Like, I don't feel like I'm lost no. or confused. No, anything. yeah. And that, like, um, the that beginning video, like, does a good yeah. job of, like, explaining the basic plot of that first game. Like, you might not know who some of the summer campers were, but, like, that doesn't really come into play. I mean, they well, were just, like, it, side characters. And it, a lot of it is just, like, he's starting this new job, so he doesn't really know everybody <laughs> anyway. So, like, yeah. I'm just kind of discovering and meeting people as, like, he is type of thing. Yeah, and it, um, it's it's cool. And, like, yeah. I like when games do that. I like when it is it works well as a sequel, but also mm-hmm. it does a fine job of onboarding someone who doesn't know. And, like, it just even exploring the world, like, outside mm-hmm. of the brains, I think they do a good job with that. I fully expected the outside of the brain thing to only be that main psychonauts HQ area. And then they opened it up several more times. And each time my mind was blown and I was like, I like, I just, I didn't expect something at this scale. Mm-hmm. And I, I truly like, I, I'm glad they took as long as they did. Obviously I'm glad Microsoft gave them a bunch of money. <laughs> I think it also <laughs> probably gives you faith in that studio that like Microsoft's going to be patient and really let them like, actually yeah, like let them, games. let them do what they want to. And I think that's cool. And not metal I, type of thing. Yeah. Know? And like, that is what Microsoft's whole philosophy has been is we just want to let these studios do mm-hmm. what they are good at. And yeah, I think that's cool. Like I think Psychonauts 2 pays off uh, really well. In yes. That way. And uh, another odd thing but like, there's just something about it. I really like the voice for Raz. Oh, he! I, love I don't him know what so it is. Much. I love him so much. I like the character, but like, there's something about that voice. I'm just like, I love this voice. So one of my favorite things is one of the pins that I did leave on for a long time is when you let him idle, he will dance, mm. and he does this like Egyptian dance, and the way he hums, I'm just like, I love this. I love, <laughs> I love his voice. I love the whole thing, <laughs> and he sounds exactly the same as he did back then, 16 years ago, and like. How do you do that? Yeah. How do voice actors do their job? And Lily sounds the same too. It's crazy to me. They both still sound like kid. I mean, they weren't kids mm-hmm. back then. Even they were adults doing kid voices. But how do they? Sure. How can these? How can you still do that with yeah, your voice? I, I don't know. But I am. I'm very much enjoying my time with it. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things where I, I kind of focused a little bit more on Saints Row, and probably this week I'm going to really kind of dive deeper into Psychonauts too. Mm-hmm. Cause I am actually very much enjoying myself and it's the first time I'm enjoying like a new game, not counting 
the DLC to um, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh yeah. Since uh, Resident Evil came out way oh. back in like hell yeah, baby May. I don't March. I don't even know. It, it's been a while since I played. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Uh, so nope, I uh, I am very much enjoying. I didn't know if I would enjoy it, but like there's just a charm to it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like necessarily like hilarious, but like it's definitely made me chuckle a few times, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's very clever. Yeah, uh, type of ty- type of humor. So no, mm-hmm. I mean it's got good humor. It's you know I I like the voice acting. I like the the story, uh, and the gameplay really isn't that bad. So no, it's not. I mean like. Th- th- they just made the first one's gameplay much better because mm-hmm. you could only go up from there at a certain point. <laughs> it was a very like sure. small budget plat- mm-hmm. 3D platformer. The camera was not great then, you know. It's, yeah, it's good. I like it quite mm-hmm. a bit. And I do also like one last thing is the collectibles. Mm-hmm. Uh, like those little like drawing, like drawing The things. figments, yeah. Uh, they actually have like a gameplay relevant upgrade system collecting those they're ergo like encouraging you to go around and collect those things Mm -hmm. and i always appreciate when games actually give you a good reason and it's not like hey if you collect a hundred of these you get like some art sketchbook thing that you're never going to look at yes so i also appreciate that but i will i'll let you talk about uh you know the final game you've been playing this week. uh so mainly this week because i stayed up until i think 4 30 in the morning last saturday to platinum Su- platinum psychonauts uh since then i played a lot of genshin impact because the new patch came out with the new really dope character i got her and i played that a lot but we don't need to talk about that the other actual video game i played outside of genshin was no more heroes 3 and it is exactly as I expected it to be. And I just, every moment that it is happening on screen, I'm just like, Suda is a madman. Suda51 is not a regular human. And it's a No More Heroes game, man. Like, you are Travis Touchdown, you have a fucking beam sword, and you kill people in spectacular fashion. Uh I don't even know how to describe it. Suda put out a statement when the game came out that basically said, this is the last no more heroes game. Um, and that that's, that's fine. I guess the, the concept though is bizarre. It like starts as like a Saturday morning cartoon. Well, no, sorry. First, it starts as Travis playing what appears to be an NES game called death man. And then it transitioned to like a Saturday morning cartoon where this little boy finds an alien crash landed on the planet and then he helps send him home. And you're like, wow, this is a really weird art style. And like, this is weird. But then the alien comes back to Earth when he's grown up and his name is Prince Fu and he's a huge dickhead. And he brings his like nine alien cronies with him and he starts being really shitty and like destroying Earth and wants to take it over. Uh, and then Travis, as always, it wants to climb the assassin leaderboard. The group that does the assassin top 10 rankings decides that in order to incentivize saving Earth from the aliens, they will put them on a top 10 board and then Travis will kill them to reach the top 10 board. It's very weird and it is very Suda. You cut people's heads off, the ex- blood and coins explode out of it, and Travis yells, Get fucked. Uh, and this is a a Nintendo. It is. I mean, No More Heroes One was a Wii exclusive originally. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yes, very vulgar in a way that is insane. Well, I just don't expect like a Nintendo like 
uh, like an ex- a Nintendo exclusive to uh, have fuck. Like you, oh, fuck it, it's just so there's so much stuff also, that you would expect to not be in a video game. Period. I, is it like? Is it like? Edgy, like, oh, we're so edgy because he says fuck you. No, it's not like it's edgy. It is like, so the way I describe Suda games is like, you know how some people are like really into Japan, like me, for example, like I really like Japanese stuff. Mm -hmm. The way him, Suda, and Swery make games is like they watched a shitload of really specific American media. And for Swery, it was like Twin Peaks and like X-Files and things like that. Mm -hmm. For Suda, it was like fucking 80s action movies and just like the hardest core shit you could possibly imagine. And so it's just all people being like, oh, man, fuck you and fuck this and like explosions of blood and very violent shit in so a way a that it feels interpretation like, oh, of like American culture. One thousand percent. And it's oh, just like everything is over the top. He rides a motorcycle <laughs> and has a laser sword like Star Wars and like everything is extreme in a way mm. that is insane. Um, but it is also mixed with Japanese culture in a weird way, like with the like inner anime interstitials and a bunch of other stuff. Um, I just, I, it's so weird and I, I never know how to describe it. I guess we'll start with the way it looks in enclosed areas. When you are fighting enemies, it runs at 60 frames a second always. And like looks okay. When you were in the open world, it runs like absolute shit and looks like a PS2 game. Oh, good. <laughs> and so the first game had an open world and there's no reason for it really other than to just like, they could have just had a menu where you do mini games to make money. And then you, when you have enough, you fight the boss, right? Uh, two, they removed that and did just do it from a menu and people did not like that. So they brought back the open world for this one, but they didn't do anything to make it like more worthwhile so it just feels like i'm going from point to point that i could be picking on a menu it's just hilarious because it's like why is this an open world and suda does a lot of stuff of making fun of other games mechanics and my favorite one in this game is them making fun of open world mechanics specifically ubisoft okay so the way you save in no more heroes is you sit on the toilet um and that's how you save there are public toilets that you have to go to, but they're clogged and then you plunge them. And that Mm. is the equivalent of getting on top of an Ubisoft tower. And then once you unclog the toilet, all of the side things in the area show up and I'm just like, Oh, this is so fucking stupid. And yeah, I don't know. The upgrade system isn't as cool as it used to be before. Like just, you don't really get different beam sabers or anything. You kind of just like upgrade with a currency you get. Um, They gave his really fat cat a really deep voice. It did not have one before. And they like, I didn't play the weird last side game called Travis Strikes Back. So I don't know if this appeared in there, but at the beginning of the game, the cat starts talking and its name is Gene. And he's like, did you always have a man's voice? I thought you were a woman. And did you always have this voice? And they just like the cat keeps going and he's like your weird like sidekick navigator. And whenever he talks, I laugh because I'm just like, what? Like, what is happening here? Why is this this cat's voice? Uh, Two of the main characters died immediately. Oh, Uh, they just like ripped off one of the characters arms and the other one had his head crushed. 
right. by the evil alien emperor lord Fu. you know fuck you mm. uh okay. yeah sure it's weird and I, i've gotten three bosses in um and I, I will finish it i don't particularly like like it or dislike it i the combat and no more heroes is like just has just enough to it that it feels really satisfying like whatever enemies um lose all their health and you're going for the final strike it will have you like you flip the stick in a certain direction and then that will like cut through them and they will blow up and that feels really satisfying um but outside of that like it's just it doesn't run well mm-hmm. and this is the third time that it is like this is the extreme shit going on so it like has a little bit of a lessened impact i think uh which is the reason why some of the reviews are like this is a nine out of ten and then the game spot one's like this is a four out of ten mm-hmm. uh i i do not think it is that bad i i just think that like it has technical issues like every single grasshopper game has uh and i don't really know why why is it not on pc like i just don't if it was on pc it could be so much better i feel like but the switch is really holding them back i think but i Mm. they'd sign some weird deal when it's probably only going to be on switch Uh, that's fine um it's the end of his story there's some weird shit going on i don't know man you fight aliens you're taking over earth you ride a motorcycle and you use a lightsaber and plunge toilets yes uh, that many games really easy. You also mow lawns and uh, go mining. It's a very weird game. Uh, so yeah, that that's what I've played. It is a dumb action game, uh, but I am enjoying it enough. I mean, I knew I would. It's just the third in a franchise that's not super different, right? So yeah, that that's what I did. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, we didn't play a ton this week, but I mean, like. Uh... Well, I guess you, well, I didn't play a ton and you, you kind of just focused on a couple things. So, but in a couple of weeks, we got some, you know, Kenna and uh, Lost Judgment are coming out the same day, actually. A week from today, I will not be home because I will be doing Luma, but uh, four, five games that I want to play come out. So you're going to be very busy. Uh, yes. How are you going to make your decision? Are you going to just like roll a die and just see what happens? I have no idea, man. I guess I would probably play WarioWare first because Mm -hmm. in the shortest amount of time I could experience the most of the game because micro games take two seconds, literally. (laughs) I have no idea what I'm going to do, though, because it's both ends of the spectrum. Like WarioWare is super fast and short. And then Tales of the Abyss is like a huge, gigantic open world JRPG that will crush my spirits. So I don't, you know, I don't know. Get them, get them both in there. You could play the WarioWare while you're waiting for load screens. I could, exactly. See? And, oh, Life is Strange as well, man. Fuck. Yeah, that one you probably shouldn't play. No, that one I should. Yeah, I should play that one while I'm paying attention. Yes. Uh, Yeah. So I many games and then like on the Mm -hmm. 17th, like a bunch of shit that I want to play comes out and then a couple days later. So I will be a busy man. Yes, because I assume Lost Judgment's going to be another one you're very much excited about. I cannot wait. And now that I know that I can skate in the skate park, I'm in. And we get a detective dog. Uh, What? (laughs) The game's going to be so good. I'm so excited. But hey, at least Psychonauts came out. Psychonauts already came out. It was everything I wanted. 100% of it. And I am good. So Tim Schafer delivered on that. 
yeah, so that that's it for mm-hmm. that part. Uh, we are part three. We're gonna do a, a, an old frosty because yes. it's time for a frosty. So let me let me get in here. Vanilla or chocolate? Oh, I I would. I mean, usually they I, they just give you chocolate, don't they? Well, you can order vanilla. Frosty. I, you can, but I feel like if you just, if you ask for a frosty, if you just, ask for a frosty, give, you, give you you'd get chocolate. Yeah. Um, I would probably I go. go for, I, I would go for vanilla if it was if I was gonna do it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, I picked Toy Story three. Okay. I love the movie and mm. the game. I am like mm-hmm. the number one Toy Story fucking aficionado. You know what? So I I don't know that I said this on the podcast, but I applied to get a tattoo. I have not heard. Uh, I don't think so. Okay, well, I've not heard back from him yet. But what if I got a Woody tattoo? That'd be sick. Maybe you should have him say, "There's a snake in my boot." Maybe you should just get two at the same time, one for each arm. <laughs> yeah, and then, oh my god, if I, I I would. Oh, you can get a Toy Story sleeve, and that then... would be so <laughs> sick. Actually, oh man. I would actually do that because I am a psycho, but I yeah. I do love Toy Story. So, oh man, I actually I I had a really good idea for a sleeve the other day. So I you know I just <laughs> well, I, I just had I just had another brain blast about it. So I oh. two different sleeves. You have two arms. I have two arms. Toy Story I know. and your other ideas. So I like, know exactly. It's very exciting. Uh, but anyways, Toy Story mm-hmm. three is a special game. I think because. This was in the era when, you know, licensed games were hit or miss. Actually, no, you know what? This was in the era after Arkham Asylum. So this was in the era where there were no more like B games. Like, Although I would argue because like I was like, what did this like who made this game? And it was Avalanche. Oh, I was, it was right. Avalanche. Yeah. And they made a lot of uh, I'm guessing middling. uh product like middling products like they did they did but what i think is cool about this game is it it is the precursor to disney infinity in a lot of ways um in a way that i think is very cool i actually really like this game i got the platinum trophy (laughs) i played this game a lot um so like the the main story is just like a shitty retelling of toy story 3 with action sequences and it is not good like it's it I mean it's fine. It's a serviceable weird 3D platformer um with some like linear levels and things like that. But the part that is really cool is the toy box mode, which is essentially like what most people would remember from Disney Infinity, uh Disney's Toys to Life thing that they shut down and killed off after they added Star Wars and stuff and Marvel. Um <sighs> I don't even know. It was just like, it was so weird to essentially have a fucking open world toy story game. Like it blew my mind in a way that like, I just, I I don't know. I just love toy story so much. So like walking around as like Woody or buzz and going up to the other characters and talking to them. And like, basically what would happen is it would start and it was this very small area. But as you talk to people and did quests for them in the open, mostly empty open world at the beginning, Uh, you would unlock new stuff and like then it would make the town grow it would add more people and then as they would request certain things you could find those and add them and build them and like put 
it, it was never like direct building. It was always like you would just have pieces that you would like put together that way that the game would put together for you. But it was a really interesting concept. And to like see the town grow around that and see all the weird customizable shit like skins for the buildings and skins for the little weeble wobble people. Um, you would unlock like different cars and vehicles to like go around racetracks. It would unlock a bunch of like platforming segments and you would try to get all these like weird collectibles. And the more you got, the more you could add to the world and make it like do better. But that is like what Disney infinity was. And this was before Disney infinity was even announced. So it was basically like, hey, you guys should try to make this Toy Story game. And Avalanche was like, I don't just want to make like a licensed 3D platformer. I don't want to do that. We want to make something cool. And so they made this other mode that to me was the real game. Like that is where you spend most of the time and unlock most of the stuff. But normally for this type of licensed game, I would especially when it came out when I was in college, I would never buy that shit. If it wasn't a Toy Story game that I knew had cool mechanics, I never would have bought that. Like back when I was a kid, sure. I played the Toy Story 2 game. I think most people did. Uh, And that's a weird 3D platformer that strangely a lot of people remember and also was way better than it had any right to be for some reason. Uh, I think I have the N64 version. I I played that game a fuckload. I love that game too. Uh, But then like you go back to the Super Nintendo Toy Story games and they're just shitty 2D platformers Mm -hmm. that are like actively bad. I actually, I have the Game Boy game. Hopefully they don't put that on the Game Boy thing. That game sucks. I do not like it at all. Um, But yeah, like... To me, for some reason, Toy Story has a weird legacy of having like pretty decent 3D platformers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Toy Story 2 was kind of like a like a Banjo-Kazooie-esque game where it yes. was like you go around a mostly open area and like collect certain things or do certain objectives. Uh, and I, I very much liked that back then because it wasn't necessarily fully tied to the plot of Toy Story 2. Uh, but Toy Story 3 does a similar thing, but with like more building and just like dicking around. And I just remember like my friends in college were making fun of me. They're like, how are you playing this? Like, why are you so into this? And it's like, this game is so much better than it has any right to be. Like, there's no reason that this kind of game would be a toy story thing. They could have done this with anything. But I was going to ask, do you think you would have gotten into it as much if it, if it didn't have that toy story name? Oh, definitely not. Because going around is like buzz or Woody or whatever character you were dicking around as like, that was what did it for me. I think. Sure. Um, and it was the reason I almost bought Disney Infinity so many times because of Avalanche's involvement. And I was just like, oh, this will just remind me of that. And then like I could get the Jack Skellington toy and Nightmare Before Christmas, my favorite movie. And like I could play as him and do all the stupid shit. And sometimes I still think about doing that now that I could get the figures for very cheap. But I already have so many Skylanders that just sit there. I do not need a bunch of Disney figures that will just sit there. Yeah, but. People will actually know the Disney figures, though. Look, I don't care. I'll show them Drobot. I'll let them know who he is. I'll teach them about the Skyline. Stealth Elf? Hell yeah. I don't don't think you're going to... I think it would be easier if you're like, this is Woody. That's true, but Stealth Elf is really cool. And Uh, you'd be like, you know, can you please put that away? And I would. (laughs) Uh... So, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know that I have much more to say about this. Like, it is a very serviceable 3D platformer, but the open world, like, crafting element of it was what really mm. did it. And it was what solidified to me when they said that Avalanche was working on Disney Infinity. And I was like, oh, they can actually make really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. They just have to be allowed to do that. 
And I think a lot of those developers that were making like third party weird license games like that, like they're never really empowered to make some cool thing. Like they are empowered to pump out a bunch of bullshit. And that that's why I am always like very happy when developers go the extra mile to make some crazy thing that you wouldn't expect. Like that's why I think Arkham Asylum stood out at the time as being a really cool thing, like way forward always did that with all of their games. Like Shantae was their game, but they made so many fucking licensed games and they would all the mummy there. There you go. They would always go the extra mile to make Mm. sure that those games at least had some redeeming quality that they could be proud of. And like, that's the kind of shit that I really get behind for sure. Well, avalanche, they're the ones who are doing that Hogwarts game. Exactly. Like avalanche is a great studio. I, yes. So I, and like, I'm curious of like, which I know they're doing it at a different, completely different time period, but I'm guessing there are going to be some weird things about that. Yeah. I, that game should be really cool. I, mm-hmm. I, th- I think, um, and like, then that it just goes into a whole bunch of other weird stuff. Like Disney infinity was actually a really cool thing where like, then at the end they had different developers making the different play sets. Like they had sumo digital do a racing thing because they make racing games. And like, I thought that was a really cool concept where it was just like, yeah, we'll have all these add-ons to this game world that are just like made by developers who are good at doing that thing. Mm-hmm. And like the Marvel stuff was like partially open world and like, yeah, it's very weird, but I, I'm just glad the avalanche was given like their due to be like, Oh, Hey, we made this cool thing. And now they were the ones that were like in charge of making all of Disney infinity because of this fucking random toy story three licensed game that they added a cool mode to. We were on such a streak of no technical difficulties and that, that, that was bizarre. Yeah, I think we just like, I, is it technical difficulty? Well, I guess like internet cutting out or the website server. Yeah, the website or whatever's happened, whatever happened. Um, it's all technically a you know technical difficulty. It's, I don't think it was anything user related. No, no, uh, well, you're so. just talking. Mm-hmm. But to, to finish my thought about that, I guess I've never looked into it enough to know if like avalanche was already prototyping disney infinity and they just like threw their early prototype into this toy story thing Mm. to see if it would be successful for what disney wanted to do or what they wanted to do for disney's toys to life thing but um i'm i'm glad that it happened and like i i do really like this game like it's a very weird one where i have more love and nostalgia for this game than should ever be had I guess. Well, that's why I, I kind of knew that. Game. And that's why I threw it into this list, even though it's just like this weird game that I know we're not really going to talk about too much. It's probably going to end up being like 15 minutes long, but mm-hmm. I knew it would be something like, it would just be this unexpected thing that you're like, Hey, yeah, I can, no, like, game. can I can talk about this. Like there are always those few things where it's like, why do you know so much about this toy story three game? And it's like, mm-hmm. man, I played this way too much. Like I, I could do the same thing about the Star Wars Attack of the Clones GameCube game. Hmm. No human should have ever played that game as much as me and my brother did. But like we played the shit out of that as kids. But this this I was a fucking basic. I was 19 and 20 right. when I was playing this game. So like at that point, you knew of better video games. <laughs> yes, I could have been playing much better things. But instead, all of my college roommates went home for break but i had a final on the last day of finals week so i stayed alone in my room and got the platinum trophy in toy story 3 on the ps3 and it was worth it it was worth it you know actually uh yeah 
I remember it fondly, you know? But yeah, I mean, that's all, that's all I got. I think like Avalanche proved they were a good developer then. And, and I mean, they even made good games before that, but like sure. in this case, it was just a very interesting, weird thing that went on to spawn something completely different. And like, they just were able to like prove that they have the development shops to do all kinds of different stuff. So mm-hmm. very cool. And it's again, if licensed games are good, they will sell well and people will like them. Did this sell well? I don't know. I would assume so because it's Toy Story and it's right. one of those things where it's like a mom would see it in the store and be like, well, they liked the Toy Story <laughs> and they would grab that for them. Sure. And the kids and that's would be what you like, did. you're like, oh, I like the Toy Story. I was exactly. No, I, I had known that it had this right. other mode and yeah. I never would have bought it if it was just a regular thing. Um, Before, though, when you bought the 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 64 oh, Toy Story 2, I was just like, I love Toy Story. And uh-huh. then you play it and you're like, Oh, what the fuck? This is actually okay. Like <laughs> they designed a fully competent, pretty explorable 3d platformer. I'm in. Uh, and I always like when it's like some random licensed game or some game that you would totally expect to suck ass. And you're like, Oh wait, this is actually pretty good. <laughs> I did that. I love that feeling where you're like, Oh, I should not be enjoying this as much as I am, but they actually did a good job. And I, this game is one of those for sure. Uh, so yeah, I think that's all I got there. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be back next week, but I guess we have to talk about that because I will probably not be available like at all. Uh, yeah. Cause you said Luna. So we'll have to figure out whatever night works best for you. Yeah. Which is like Monday. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I we will have to talk about this off air, but I, I, I truly don't know. Um, Okay, so I will. Yeah, I will, we'll, I will we'll have to see. Uh, we haven't missed one yet, and I don't think we'll miss one. So if we, yeah, it, it maybe even yeah, we'll have to. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but anyways, as always, we could record it separately, <laughs> and then you could just mash it together. It'll be great. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, as always, the theme song is "Sting Operation" by the band Anamanaguchi. They're an excellent chiptune band. Uh, you can check them out and something will happen next week. We'll find out what it is that peace out. <laughs> <laughs>